Welcome to Inside Design, a podcast for interior design clients. I am your host, Jane Ledger, an interior designer who's helped hundreds of clients design, decorate, renovate, and create their dream home. In this show, I'm going to get real and talk about all the things you'd love to know about, but don't. Like, what do interior designers actually do? What value am I going to get from engaging one? How much do things cost? I'm going to be sharing all of this with you through my own expertise and through my guests, other leading industry professionals. Together, we're going to take you inside design to help you understand what we do and how you can engage meaningfully with an interior designer to achieve the space or home of your dreams. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Inside Design. Today I'm talking about three emails that you don't want to receive from your builder. And specifically I'm referring to people who have decided to embark on a new build and they have engaged with a design professional to do that base home design for them. So it may be that they've engaged an architect, it may be a building designer, it may be a building draftsman architect or designer that is attached to a builder. And let's say they have spent considerable time on this process and they have ended up with an overall home design that they are pretty happy with. And so now they are taking that design that's been developed, as I say, by an architect, a building designer, or it may be someone that's attached to a building company and they're progressing that build with with a builder. So the builder's been identified, they're engaging with that individual or that company, and the build process is now being mapped out. Plans have been submitted to council. They may have even been approved. And let's just say, as part of this process, they haven't yet engaged with an interior designer. So council comes back and approves the plan, and now the builder's really keen to get going. They perhaps might be demolishing an existing home, and that builder is getting pretty serious about planning the the construction schedule, but of course there's all the pre-work that needs to be done in advance of that. And so here's where I want to chime in with three questions that are going to come from your builder. There are going to be heaps of questions coming from your builder, but here's three I want to take you through. One of them might go something like this. Hey, Sarah, have you chosen your appliances yet? And where do you want your appliances? And there might be some affiliated questions to that, like, are you having a sink in the main kitchen as well as a scullery? I couldn't remember. I'm not sure. Can you let us know, please? Hmm. Now, these are great questions. They're very necessary questions. But if you have not engaged an interior designer early on, you may not know the answer. You may not have gotten around to go out to the appliance stores and start picking your appliances. And you're not entirely sure where they're going to go. But the builder really needs this information. They need to know what you're having in your kitchen and where you want them before they do the pre-lay. So the whole design of your kitchen needs to be worked out before the prelay so the appropriate waste pipes can be laid. Now this includes, for example, for the sink, um, the dishwasher, you might be having a sink in your island, it might be over on the cooktop, it might be alongside a window. Is there one going in the scullery? What other appliances are going in the scullery? So the builder needs to know this information because all the pipe works have to be laid before your slab is poured. And so the plumbing prelay is a really important step in the foundation work of your new build before the slab is poured. 
And that's just one of the reasons why we would say it's really important not to be doing your kitchen design on the run, not to be picking appliances on the run and trying to work out where you want them to go. Now, sure, your overall home design done by the building designer or someone in the building company may have an indicative layout for your kitchen, but is it the one you really want? Is it right for your family, your daily routines, the cooks in your household? Functionally, is it going to do everything you want? And all these questions about, do I have one or two dishwashers? Do I have one or two sinks? They are all really great questions. And it's something that if you're working with an interior designer, those things are not only going to be discussed and we're going to delve into them in a very detailed way in our early briefing with you, but we're going to be reflecting these back to you in a set of detailed interior design plans. And that includes obviously not only your kitchen scullery, but all the wet areas in your home. And that's going to give the builder the information they need for this all-important plumbing prelay. And as part of our interior design drawings for your kitchen, we are specifying the appliances we are drawing and detailing exactly where they're going, what they are, their dimensions, and exactly where they're appearing within the cabinetry drawing. So the entire kitchen and scullery and any adjacent areas, laundry, wet areas, they're all fully drawn, documented, and specified. So there is actually no need for the builder to be asking that question because they're looking at these plans that are fully resolved, fully documented. And so you won't be getting those emails. But more importantly than that, you won't be designing on the run and you won't be having to spend your time in a tailspin out at different appliance stores, not knowing, will this fit? Which one, which oven should I get? Because we're doing all of that for you and because we've taken that very detailed brief from you in the early stages and because we're reflecting a set of drawings back to you which of course you are giving us feedback on we can make any tweaks as needed but you have a set of plans to work off and so does the builder so to me this is one of the questions that I hear people get a lot that sends them into a panic oh my gosh I I don't know how many appliances I want or need or should have. And so we're exploring all of those questions with you. And we're, as I say, reflecting back to you, everything that you have described to us that you want, how you want your kitchen to perform. And we're also giving you advice on different appliances. So they're not indicative. So for example, people often wonder about, should I have my oven stacked on the wall side by side? Should they be on top of each other? What about an underbench oven? We're advising you on all of that and whatever we decide or agree upon with you is in those drawings for the builder. And so I think you can see this is one of the key reasons or the key benefits. Our main value to you is getting all of this done and sorted for you in advance, way before there's any talk about the slab being poured because as soon as you get to those stages, that's when the panic sets in, the decisions will be needed and they'll be needed quickly. Fewer emails and requests coming to you, confidence and calm about what's been designed in your kitchen and just a feeling of relief that all of this has been sorted and you're not having to run around anywhere to get the information that's needed for your builder. A second question that may come in from your builder might go something like this. Hey Sarah, just letting you know we'll need your tile selections by next Wednesday because we've got the tiler coming on site. 
Oh, this can be another agonising email to receive because, of course, you haven't got your tile selections ready. You've tried, you've been out to a few tile shops, but somehow you just can't seem to get it together and you're not sure how to pull it together. Now, I'm not saying this to make builders sound disorganised. They're, they're, they're not at all. They know exactly what they're doing on their construction schedule. And a lot of them will have pre-start consultants as part of their design process. So it's not to say that it's completely random and there is no design assistance being offered. But I can only go on my own experience of what I hear when people ring me. And these are the things that they're ringing me about. And these are the times when they're ringing me is when selections are needed or being called upon by the builder and they haven't yet nailed them down. And it can just be so stressful when you as the homeowner are trying to do this on your own because what you've come to realise once you get into this building process is that there are hundreds of decisions just like this and someone has to make them. So the beauty of working with an interior designer and an interior designer who is going to do the full interior plans for you is that every single decision, every tap, basin, bench top, cabinetry colour, cabinetry design is being drawn and specified for you in advance. And we are laying it all out for you, the whole interior, every single decision that's going into the interior fit out of your home is laid out before you and it's laid out for the builder in a highly detailed set of plans. Now I know I keep banging on about this but I can't emphasize enough the importance of getting all of this resolved early on particularly as we all know in just the way life goes at the moment you can have the best of intentions thinking yes I want to do all this myself yes I'll be able to make all those selections but the reality is life comes in doesn't it and we've all got so many competing priorities that it can just be difficult to nail down all the decisions that are needed and it gets very stressful with a build because of course you're investing so much into this that you want it to be done right. So again if you're wondering why would I need an interior designer to help me this is an absolute classic and we get it all the time and the other thing about tiles I'm just using this as an example is that the questions will keep coming about the tiles so it's not just about have you selected them and and where are they and what color and oh what format again was it the 300 by 600 or is it the 600 by 600 and that feature tile where is that going once again all of that is drawn so we've got floor plans and we've got elevations of every single wall of all of your wet areas and in fact any interior space of your new home that we are designing and drawing the cabinetry the tile the bathware the taps everything is drawn documented and specified so there should be very few questions coming through to you directly from the builder or the builder's representative who is doing the contract administration for your build And there are other practical reasons, just again using tiles as an example, why we need to get those nailed early on because a lot of the time there are quite lengthy lead times on tiles and you don't want to get the other email that comes in from the builder, sorry that tile's been discontinued or we're ready to lay the tiles but they haven't yet arrived because they were on a long lead time. No, none of that happens. Because everything is drawn and documented early on, the builder has plenty of time to order the specified tile and we avoid those glitches down the track. 
The other reason we want to identify and specify tile selections in our drawings is that we're also articulating how they're to be laid. So for example, are they being laid vertically, horizontally? Where is the 300 by 600 tile going versus the 600 by 600? Is there a feature tile? How is that going to be laid? How high? Because if those questions aren't answered in a properly documented set of drawings, how are they going to be answered? The emails will be coming through to you. And it's often the case with tiles that as interior designers, we are going out to site at this stage because there can often be more than one good way to do the tile set out and nothing major here, but it's something we often do like to bob our heads in. We'll have a chat to the tiler and he'll say, actually, because of the way that this door is presenting here we're going to do it this way and we have a choice to say yes or no once again you're not getting those questions we are and the same goes for all of your bathware all of the beautiful basins and tapware showers etc shower mixes we've drawn and specified all of that so the builder has a really strong understanding of what's going on how the design is to be presented in the space and you know they've got 99.9% of what they need with a really good set of interior drawings so what if you haven't engaged an interior designer to do these drawings well the builder will need someone to do it it may be an independent contractor that they use it may even be the cabinet maker that they use so what I have also heard happens to people is that it comes to doing the all-important cabinetry design and they are going out to the builder's cabinet maker and the cabinet maker is taking a brief from them as to what they want and drawing up the cabinetry from there I think what's really important to distinguish here is design done in that way where the elements are all quite broken up and done by perhaps different people and the approach taken by an interior designer independent from your builder who is going to encapsulate all of the items that you need the cabinetry tiles stone the style of cabinetry the layout in what and I know you're probably thinking gosh she's sounding like a broken record here but I'm only saying this because of the number of people who call they call me they call other interior designers without this set of plans and get caught on the hop and they're having to design on the run and that's what we're wanting to avoid and I think it can be really valuable to know this is what an interior designer does at the same time as you're assembling your builder, your architect or your building designer, your landscape designer. This is why interior designers will say engage us at the same time because it does take time to produce these beautifully detailed set of drawings and we will be spending the time with you. So the time is spent with you in a very detailed briefing session and then the time is spent in our studio working with different layouts, options, specifying all of those finishes and getting them drawn into the documentation set. So that's really the reason why we want to be engaged early on so that you get the opportunities to spend the time looking over the plans that we have developed for you and then they can be handed over to the builder and integrated into their plans into their working drawings and into their specification set so that everything is known in advance we're not 
starting to order things or think about things just before the slab's being poured. No, things have been designed, drawn, specified, agreed and then shared with the builder well in advance of that stage. The next question I wanted to share with you is about, yep, you guessed it, lighting. Gosh, we've talked about this quite a bit over the series and I just can't help myself because it is a huge element of what goes into making your home look and feel exactly how you want it to and to create that beautiful ambient atmosphere. So here comes the email from the builder. Hey Sarah, sorry, we can't get that pendant in over the dining table. And there can be a few reasons for this. So one of them might be that the slab has already been poured above. So if your dining room is on the lower floor, then yes, if you haven't already selected the pendant and the builder has had the opportunity to make provision for it, then it's going to be very difficult to get it in at this stage. Of course, a a bulkhead or something similar could be created to accommodate it, but it's not really what you had in mind, is it? The other reason can be that it's simply too heavy. So some years ago, I was working with a client who had purchased a pendant for her dining room before she had engaged me and had just sort of had her heart set on that, yes, this was going to be the pendant over the dining room. And the builder had made some provision to install a pendant because the slab had already been poured above but the pendant was too heavy way too heavy so the necessary supports were not in place to accommodate the pendant she had already chosen and paid for and so just one of those situations where very sadly that pendant ended up on Gumtree a beautiful designer pendant that she had chosen and it would have looked wonderful but it had to be sold and she had to make a different selection and it's a similar story with stairwells or voids in stairwells if you have the idea that you're going to want a beautiful statement pendant there please, please let your builder know well in advance that firstly, that's what you want to do and secondly, the weight of it so that the necessary supports can be put in place to allow that pendant to be hung. And then, of course, we come to my nearly my all-time favourite topic of wall lights. Wall lights, they will very rarely be thought about by a builder and there's no problem with that because they're involved in, in other elements of the build such as getting your construction right and doing everything properly and it's usually designers that will want to integrate wall lighting into your build and there's just such a beautiful opportunity to add atmosphere and ambience and they can be difficult and expensive to do down the track. For wall lights you will need the appropriate electrical services in your wall cavities before your walls are lined with plasterboard. So any wall lighting that's needed needs to be advised to the builder. But more importantly than that, as interior designers, we're not just advising, oh, we'd like these wall lights down the hallway, please. We're drawing them. We're drawing the exact wall lights that we're using and we're drawing the lights in the exact location we'd like them on the wall. And that's super important to get right so the electricians working on your build know what provisions to make. It can be costly and sometimes just not possible on a new build to get that plaster taken off the wall and the wiring installed down the track. So please don't miss this opportunity in your new build to get some beautiful wall lighting in because it really will make such a difference to the overall look and feel of your home. 
So in looking at these examples today, I guess what I'm really getting at is this idea that interior design, that is the process of planning, designing and fitting out all of the internal spaces of your home, is not a kind of tacked on or stuck on element of your build that happens after you've got everything else organised. It's an integral part of your build. Because if you really think about it, it's the interior where you're going to be spending the most time. It's the interiors that will hold the place for family life, social life, downtime, moments of retreat and relaxation. And so the interiors are as much a part of the architecture and fabric of your home as the walls, floors, roof, construction elements that surround it. And you know, increasingly I'm finding that architects, builders and interior designers recognise this. So the disciplines are in, in many ways merging so that architects, building designers, builders and interior designers, and I'm also going to add the, the fourth one here, landscape designers, they're coming together in a far more cohesive and coherent way than in years gone by. And that means starting out on your home design together from the beginning. And it also means that the interior design process for your new build is not a linear kind of bit by bit drip feed, tile selections here, cabinetry, colours there kind of a process. All the elements when they are thought about, drawn up and specified by an interior designer are done together at the same time and in advance of any prelay or slab pouring happening. All the decisions made everything documented and so that means you're not getting emails like the ones I've talked about today from your builder. All you've got is just you getting excited and feeling calm about what lies ahead. And here's the other thing, it's what builders want too. They don't want to be sending out emails either. They do not want to be chasing for selections, chasing for colours. They're highly organised in their process, in their construction program, and they want the interior design to be the same. And I encountered this exact situation with a new client recently where she had lined up an architect or a building designer and together they had lined up a potential builder. And that builder actually said to her, no, I'm not going to do your build unless you engage a full-service interior designer who's going to be doing all the interior drawings and specifications and plans for us. So there you go. Hallelujah to that to that builder. And as I say, increasingly, we're going to find this as just a normal way of conducting a really successful build and construction project. So thank you for listening today. I hope you found this helpful because, you know, I'm actually really loving sharing this information with you and I love all the messages that you send me because it's telling me that this information is needed and that you're enjoying it. So look, I would just love it that if you found this helpful or if you know somebody, maybe a friend or a family member who is in this very situation where they're embarking on a new build but they haven't quite got the interior design elements or the interior design approach sorted please refer them to this series and refer them to this episode. Share it with them if you can, because I want to help as many people as I can in this journey of design and build, which let's face it, is a roller coaster, but we can make it 
a much calmer ride. And that's what I'd love to do. So as always, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Inside Design. If you found this useful, please leave a review as this helps other people just like you find this information. I'd love for you to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this and share a favourite episode with someone you know who would really benefit from it. You can follow my interior design business on Instagram at Jane Ledger Interiors and visit my website at janeledger.com.au. I'll see you in the next episode.